We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today, I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender Ed, Blender HD. You're going to follow me on Twitter. And it's Wednesday, January 17th, and we'll be taking a look at the big NBA slate today, Daily Fantasy Props and Pick'em. So hit that thumbs up button on your way in the door. Give me those thummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Join with me. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be Kyle today, but uh, but uh, Will is, is is filling in for... for uh, some uh, good NBA action. They've been, I like the way, I don't know about you, Will. It's enticing me to get back into playing DFS for NBA. Like I always say, I I, I do the props. I do the pick'em stuff for NBA. But the late swap, everyone's injured, injury report, like a lot of work, a lot of, a lot, a lot of work for, for the, the similar ROI. As props and pick them, mm-hmm. but recently now both sides, DraftKings and FanDuel, have been like cutting off these like ten o'clock games and stuff. They've been making it so like the latest game on the on the DraftKings slate is the the Warriors Jazz nine o'clock game. But I mean, yeah. I would I would even I wouldn't have minded it if it's one two three four five six seven. Like even if they just like cut it off even at the Charlotte. Pelicans game like and like yeah. the Lakers game at 8 30 they they put on like I almost wouldn't mind if they just split the slates like that just so like I'm I don't mind doing the late swap for like an hour right seven yeah. to eight and eight I'm done right this is a little bit a little bit longer uh are you liking that or do you do you like the because as long as it's not like a three game slate like if, if it's still be a seven eight game slate yeah did do you did do you care that it's like not like an eleven game slate with every all the games, or do you prefer these types of things where you kind of you, you're done with your night as far as mm-hmm. at least your lineups are concerned much earlier? So, Blender, for me, and I, I've talked about this, I think, along and along on Grinders Live, 
on uh, on crunch time. I like this, and and let me let me explain why. So two things for me. The first thing is this. I think FanDuel DraftKings they realize. I think the dip, the demographics of the the traditional DFS player is in our age range and up, and maybe a little further back. Like those are like the hardcore. We are the hardcore DFS players. The newer generation, the newer people that are coming into DFS, their introduction to DFS is underdog, best ball, pick them. It's prize picks. It's but so this is why I think DraftKings pick six was so important for them because this is the new generation's introduction to a form of DFS. The salary cap days, like we're we're the pool that's sustaining the industry. Our group. Now, I'm not saying new people don't come in at all. That's that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying majority of the population, and I've looked at the numbers, Blender, because you know, I wrote an article about this a while ago about the changing landscape and where Pickham is versus salary cap, so forth and so on. And even the the, the profits, it's astronomical. Uh, if you guys have a chance to check that out, you could. It should still be up on RG site. Um, you can just probably click my uh, profile name and go read that article if you want to just kind of see the disparity in some of the things. But th- my point is, but people our age blender, not everyone, but a lot of us have kids and a family. And so hand- trying to handcuff us to a computer for, for for four hours till 10, 11 o'clock, we don't want to do that. We-, we want our day to be done, right? We want to go kick up, watch the game if we want to hang up. At least I do. Hang up with my family. I've got a son that plays basketball. He's got basketball games going on. I coach basketball. Uh, you know, my daughter's, you know, one's in ballet, one's in art, one wants to cheerlead. I've got so much going on. I'm involved at my church as well, doing stuff there. I've got other things that I have to do with my day. So to handcuff myself to, you know, late swap for three hours after the slate. Oh man, it's, it's terrible. So I, 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 for one, have embraced this new, oh, the slate mostly ends at about 8 o'clock. And even tonight, I don't think we're going to have too many shenanigans in the Golden State game. Maybe the, the Lakers-Dallas game, but I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? So I'm all for it, uh, having these shorter well, – not necessarily shorter, because still, you still get eight games. Slates that are ending for us, even though the games are starting, the sweat and the, the late swap is, is ending around 8 p.m. I love it, Blender. I'm all for it. Kudos to the sites for, for putting something like this in play. I hope they extend it. Even though it's not not as an issue into MLB. I would I would love if you could get give me at least eight games on an MLB slate oh, without Blender? including the West Coast 9 30, 10 o'clock games. Like that that would be fine. And obviously in baseball, it's not it. We don't have like the injury stuff of like, oh, if this guy's out, you got to play that guy. But yeah. you, a lot of times you're building lineups at seven o'clock and we still don't have like the Dodgers lineup in the 10 o'clock game. We don't even we don't have the, the lineup for the Angels or something the like Angels, that. Where, the Giants, the, the Mariners. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm with you. And, and guess what? Here's what I would say about baseball. I think baseball people are people may not like it as much initially. Because you will lose the Dodgers, who are going to have potent lineups. You will lose. You will lose uh, uh, the Angels. But 
people probably aren't as interested in Angels now with Otani. So you get what I'm saying? Like, I think people might feel a way about losing the Dodgers, but we're getting everything else. And and here's the other thing, Blender. Baseball is even different than basketball. When these games start at 1030, now the season did shorten up last year with the pitch clock and all stuff. Sometimes those games wouldn't end until 1.30, 2 in the morning, depending on extra innings. But it was terrible. Not, and not that I was up watching all of that, but still, like, the games don't end. So for people that are handcuffed to their phones, it's like, guy, you need, you got work in the morning or, you, you know, whatever. You need to go to sleep. But they're waiting to sweat, especially if they're in top 10. Top, they're trying to see how much they're going to make before they go to bed. So I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I, I like the shorter slates but still getting a full complement of players. Well, let's take a look at the NBA slate today. We have a lot of people on the, we have a lot of Q tags as, as usual. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have, obviously, if you, if, if you're for free, you don't have to be a premium member here at Roto-Grinders. You could get the, the situation room, the DFS injury report that it does free on Roto-Grinders, which will go through, you know, basically, and you could sort by impact rating of like the, the injury news that we're looking at that is the most important, right? And the little team notes, Jalen Brunson, Luca, LeBron, Drew, Porzingis, Anthony Edwards, right? We have Cade Cunningham is already, you know, he's he's out. He's an O-dag. Yeah. Franz Wagner out, right? Stuff like this. Uh, so I, also in lineup HQ, you could even sort by just like injured, right? And remember our projections, this is very, this is very important. For if you're betting on props or pick them with our projections here at Roto Grinders, is that we include the questionable players. If you're listening to this Q tag until until new there's news otherwise, you're going to be factored into the projections. So Anthony Edwards is factored into the Timberwolves projections. Luca is factored into the Mavs projections. So if Luca's out, like obviously all these all the Dallas projections are going to be completely different. So yeah. if you're you're betting on props and taking pick em cards now. Like it's quite possible that the market believes that Luke is not going to play. And you're going to see like, Oh, well, I'm going to take Kyrie under and Hardaway under and all the it's like, wow, I'm getting so much value on the unders. It's like, like, yeah, well, because, uh, even though he's a questionable on the, you know, he has a Q tag. Uh, most people think he's not going to play. So, that's why you're getting those numbers. So it's very important to understand what players are actually in the projections. And then when you see that news shift, waiting for our projections to update, looking at the timestamp, we have if-then projections for major players. So you could kind of, you know, that's for fantasy purposes, maybe not for the stat level projections, but it's very important here. I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not playing the DFS slate. Will. I always treat the LeBron Q tag as like a fake Q tag. So like that's, to me, that that's a different type of Q tag. But how about these guys? How about Brunson, Luca, Anthony Edwards? I mean, are these Qs that are like more likely to play, or we, or is it eleven o'clock in the morning and it's still up in the air? I mean, I, I don't. Let me piggyback off something you said. LeBron and Anthony Davis are questionable every slate. And I think if we just say, okay, LeBron's going to play, uh, you know, 80% of those slates, we're going to be right, Blender. 
uh, really probably 90% of those slates LeBron's questionable uh we're going to be right so i i i love like I, i'm i'm I think he's going to play, and that, that's just how they're handling him because of age. It gives them an out blender anytime he decides, hey, I need a day off. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is their way of playing the game, I think. Right. Well, I mean, I think the key that we have to monitor, though, is like if we take a look at Dallas, for instance. We take a look at these Dallas projections. Obviously, we sort by RGV. Luca, Kyrie. And then you did nothing because everyone else is, is way overpriced for Luca to be in. But what happens if Luca's out? Do we still do we still go back to a Hardaway at sixty four hundred? I mean, like these guys aren't cheap anymore. Like like J- Jaden Hardy's forty seven hundred. I mean, like like does it really move the needle even if Luca Luca's out or just it puts some of these guys? What which guys are more in play if Luca's uh. out? But I I, 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 I mean, I haven't looked at the if then projections, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that none of these guys are going to be like, like, you, I don't think anyone's going to be, oh, you got to get this guy into 90% of your lineups type of what we see in NBA sometimes where it's like, oh, this guy's way too cheap. You got to, you, you almost have to play him. I don't think anyone's going to be that guy, even if Lucas sits. Yeah. I think Kyrie will pick up a fair amount of steam because he's 9,300. It's still not like, crazy priced um for me i wouldn't mind tim hardaway jr just because of the amount of shots he takes um some of the other guys though like maybe you consider Derek jones jr but but all in all like you said these guys are priced up um it, it would still just be mainly Kyrie for me um because the other guys i don't like i said tim hardaway is probably the only other guy blender that could legitimately beat us, and we might need him because of, just because of pure volume of shots. And if he's hitting shot, he scores thirty real points. He's probably scoring forty fantasy points ish. So at that point, I think he's okay. But um, but yeah, some of the other guys, I, I don't think like you talked about Jaden Hardy at forty seven. That's 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 a bit too rich for my blood. When he's probably going to play twenty minutes at max. Let's take a look at uh, at the Timberwolves. What what do we do if Anthony Edwards sits. Does, I mean, does that, I mean, Conley at 5,700 seems like a okay value, kind of semi-value piece currently, even with Edwards in. Would yeah. that bump Conley up even more? Are we going to be looking at, I mean, Jaden McDaniels, someone like someone like that, or or we just, it just it makes it, you know, more Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, I think he would probably be the ultimate chalk blender. And for good reason, right? Like, so the thing is, Carl Anthony Towns, his usage of production goes up astronomically blender with Anthony Edwards off the floor. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, it's somewhere around 38%, 38, 39%. It's something, it's something crazy. And so, I mean, his projection, even right now, blender, it's good. Right at, at seventy seven hundred on DK, like even right now, if if Anthony Davis, is, I mean not Anthony Davis, excuse me, Anthony Edwards, if he is out, I have to assume Cat's projection goes to around 48, 48 pushing fifty, and at that point he probably becomes massive chalk. But it's one of those situations where, blend he's good chalk. You just you would need to play him 
because this matchup with Detroit should yield really good results. I'm with you on Mike Conley. I think he would be good as well. Uh, another guy that I think could possibly sneak into the equation, I do think Rudy Gobert would be all right too, but Kyle Anderson could possibly sneak in as a good value play as well at 4,300. I think his projection would bump to somewhere in the 20s if uh, if Anthony Edwards is out. And I, I think I think that would be, you know, another guy uh, that, that you could use tonight as well. And then let's take a look at the Knicks. Brunson. I mean, Brunson and Randall are, are guys that, I mean, they're playable on, I mean, at 8,400, 8,900. I mean, on a slate like this, like they're not value, but they're not like, they're not bad. They're there, mm -hmm. right? But what happens if Brunson is out? I mean, Card also has a Q tag. I mean, what happened? I mean, do, do we start bumping up guys like Dante DiVincenzo or Quentin Grimes or, or, I mean, what, 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 what does this Knicks team look like from a fantasy perspective? I mean, does Malachi Flynn get into the rotation now? Like, what, what, what do we look at? What should, because I mean, some of these guys are cheap. So, what are we looking at? Like, Miles McBride is there. I mean, some of these, the, whoever is going to be, you know, subbing in as point guard. Yeah. To, to I me, mean, I, well, I mean, OG Ananobi. I mean, it's just, it feels like if Brunson's out, 36 minutes with his ball handling responsibilities and usage has to go somewhere, right? Well, well, Blender, for me, it's probably McBride at 5,300. I'm only saying that because the past two games, he's already been pushing 40, you know, 35 to 40 minutes. So he for sure is probably going to play upper 30s. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he's option one, I think, because he's already playing, has played big minutes past two games. I would assume his minutes would continue. Now, I do think OG would get some sort of a bump. Um, looks like right now, Blender, I think, what, where do we have OG? Around 26 fantasy points-ish. Um, he'd probably bump, my, my thoughts are he'd probably bump to around 29 to 30, which still doesn't make him great, right? Um, but that those are my thoughts just right off the top of my head. Uh, McBride would probably get the biggest, but like right now we don't really have a, a good uh, projection on him. It looks like, but I, I that, well, we only have him for twelve minutes. So I mean, right, yeah, right. obviously it's going to be right. So that would, but but I'm saying if we if we bumped him to blend, if we bump him to thirty five minutes, uh, right? If we bump him to thirty five minutes, then he's 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 doable. Right, right. It doesn't so make saying... him it doesn't make him screaming value though. It just it's he's. Because he's fifty three hundred, it's not like yeah. it's not. He's not three K. He's not one of these three K yeah. guys. But yeah, you give him 30, 30 minutes or so, and it's like okay. But you yeah. know, but the he's not someone that should there. be like seventy percent owned. It's like okay, he's there, fifteen twenty percent owned. You could play him, and and they yeah. go. You're fine. Yeah. So I would be I would be fine with that. Um, you know, Divincenzo, he's already playing minutes. He'd probably get a slight bump as well. Um, and then I think the big thing is something you mentioned. Is it Quentin Grimes or is it Malachi Flynn? Because Malachi Flynn is the true point guard. Both of them are getting 10 minutes a game-ish. You know, 10 to 12 minutes a game. So, you know, if you give Flynn 25 minutes, then now we're, we're, we're in a totally different scenario. So I, I'm not sure how the Knicks would, would handle this. Because Brunson and Brunson has been durable, and so so is Randall and these other guys. So, um, 
I would say it's similar to last night, Blender, where in tournaments, I would be not taking a stand, but just getting a little different. Like last night in tournaments, I tried to get sneaky and, you know, crunch time. And honestly, I was saying, hey, instead of me playing a bunch of Daniel Tice, I'm going to play a bunch of Miles Plumley because I'm, I'm Mason Plumley because he's going to play anyway. It's just whether or not, you know, he ends up getting minutes. Well, then he ends up starting. So then I wasn't sneaky anymore, you know, and we find out till later. But my point is, you know, even if McBride started, I think playing some Grimes and Flynn, not, and not, not a whole lot because the projection isn't going to look great, but I think in tournaments, getting a, a piece of both of those 3K guys on DraftKings would be advantageous because if one happens to play 28 minutes, Blender, then now you've got a leg up on the field. Right, and obviously these are situations that if Edwards doesn't play, if Brunson yeah. doesn't play, if Luca doesn't play, but yeah. I mean, as of as of eleven o'clock in the morning, I mean that's kind of what we're looking at right now. I mean, because that's going to yeah. make or break the entire slate. So, and we won't start say, getting hard news until after one thirty Eastern Standard right. Time. So I don't even like to be honest uh, with these. I, I don't even look at the injury stuff until after then. I, you know, because uh, it's pointless. The, these NBA teams they, they don't they don't put anything out until roughly one thirty, unless somebody's absolutely out already. Then, then we know ahead of time, right? Like if you're if you're going okay, I'm going to build my NBA lineup at eleven twenty one a.m. Eastern time for the seven o'clock slate, and then think that that you're going to just like walk away and be done. Like you're you're probably donating most 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 days because yeah, and, there's, and, there's and, no point. I mean, I don't even I even when I was playing NBA DFS until that five thirty injury report comes out, like I like I don't even look at this. I mean, it's like I don't even look at the slate. Like what's the What's the point? Now I look at it earlier only because I'm betting on props and pick them. And let's right. take a look at that. I, Eric Johnson in well, the chat is, is talking about Gobert props. I know you got the prop shop, Will, in the Discord. Rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Feel free to join Chiefs prop shop. Do you got anything early? I know NBA props, doing NBA props early is, you know, a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, do you got anything that you like either on the regular sports books with props or on prize picks and underdog uh, with the pick'em stuff uh, for today in NBA. So I do. Um, and let me just say that I do want to answer Eric's question. So Eric, you're not going to get anything from Minnesota right now because with Anthony Edwards questionable, they're not going to put the stuff up. So, so you can, you can just throw your hands up and say, Hey, okay, well I'll just have to get whatever the line is and decide if I want to get involved with it when they post it, they're not putting anything up. For, for the Timberwolves um, until they get the, the official Edwards dues. Um, you know, Blend, I, I do have access to Flip, which has, which is, uh, you know, helped me expand and not have to, uh, you know, play everything in a parlay style. I can, uh, I've been able to utilize uh, our projections to, 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 our, to my advantage. So, I do have Brandon Ingram at five and a half assists. I am taking the under. He is playing Charlotte. I was able to get it at minus 125. I was okay with that number. Uh, that was reasonable enough. Um, so I got it there. Um, I got Trey Jones under six and a half assists. I was able to get that at minus 135. That was on flip. I was still okay with that. Um, I did take Tyler Hero less than 32 and a half points, rebounds, assists. I was able to get that at minus 125. Well, and so once again, folks, Blender probably can get this at a better at better odds than I can 
because he's got access to the books. Me personally, I have to get my this type of exposure in terms of single legs on Fliff, and I have to accept some of the odds. I don't accept everything, but I do have to accept some of the odds. Now, the other thing, too, that you have to remember is when I start playing pick them and I go to five picks, I'm pretty much getting around minus 119 per leg. So so I, I, that's another reason why I play a, a lot of the pick them. But at any rate, um, those are some of the ones I have on Fliff. And then uh, for those of you that are on pick six right now, uh, pick six is more of a peer-to-peer thing, so the payout's going to fluctuate. And you just have to know that. But like last night on two picks, Blender, we're supposed to get about 3X, and I think we ended up somewhere around three and a half to four, which is, you see what I'm saying? So you're going to, it's going to fluctuate some. Some nights we may get 5X on two picks because enough people just didn't get it right. Um, So you just have to know that going in. But I will say a good line on DraftKings pick six blender, they have Giannis Antetokounmpo at 34 and a half points. Uh, so, and that's what our projections have him, I think, around 29. Last I checked, uh, he was even a little lower than that on the sports books. So that's when that's going to be advantageous on pick six for those of you who are who are there. Uh, also, uh, for me here in terms of um, uh, other things that I like, and I'm, I'm going to check my pick on right now. I did take Jimmy Butler at less than five and a half rebounds. I also took Bam Adebayo at less than 12 and a half rebounds, but that one has now bumped, I think, to 12. And I can't remember if his rebounds, if Jimmy's rebounds have bumped down, but those are two that I have on uh, prize picks, along with Brooke Lopez steals that I have. I have that one as well. You can check our props and pick them package to get that one. That one is on the uh, uh, the, the pick them tool. So that that's one that I have incorporated as well. Um, but yeah, so, so, so there you have it. Linda, those are, those are a few that I have in play um, that I kind of got in this morning and I'll, I'll get some more rolling uh, as well. Right. I'm putting, I'm putting the stuff in just from our pick them tool right now. Right. Yeah. Some of the number Brandon Ingram just jumped a half a point. So you get rid of that right here. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this. I'm put my thirty to my thirty dollar five pick card, right in. Mm-hmm. Now, how did I get these? How did I get these? Right, Brooke Lopez, less than half a steal, and that's Laurie what has been, been hitting every day. When I say hitting, but I'm not talking about we win it. I'm saying that one shows up regularly. Let me clear that up. Right, that one shows up regularly. Right, I got Laurie Markkinen less than one and a half blocks and steals. I got Giannis. Less than 39 and a half points and assists. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, less than 10 and a half rebounds and assists. And Jalen Duran, more than 15 and a half points and assists. And how do I get these? Well, that's what the, the prize picks pick them tool. If you're a premium member here at Roto Grinders or you subscribe to the props and pick them package, like these are tied to our to our statistical projections, right? If you're a premium member, you can download the statistical projections and do whatever you want with them. But if you know, most days, Will, since I'm typically, Will, I'm taking our, I'm downloading our statistical projections and I'm running them through Excel and I'm betting on like anything with an edge, right? Yeah. But for the prize pick stuff and the underdog stuff, I, I basically go, I go to the pick them tool and I say, give me, give me five, give what's the top five on the board? Give it to me. What's the, you know, top, sometimes I mix and match some, sometimes I do yeah. uh, NHL and NBA. And I, I typically yeah. I make four or five cards and, 
it's I'm done in two minutes. I mean, I'm just like, what's the yeah. top here? Like, okay, Brooke Lopez, Laurie Marketing, John Collins, right? John, well, the John Collins number moved, so it was third. It's now thirteen and a half on uh, Prize Picks, so that that kind of went away. Giannis, yeah. right? And I just went and just Bing, Bing, Bing. That's what I mean. While you were talking, that's I just I just put it in, and you're yeah. done based and, and on our projection. And let me say this too: shout out, kudos, tip of the cap. To Chris Jamino and the team. DK Pick Six came out within a week or two. They had it in the two. I mean, you just listen, folks. I just I, I'm not sure if Jamino's watching. He's probably not. He's probably you know in the lab cooking up something new for 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 next year already. Already pushing forward. Dan, the whole team just being so progressive. Like Pick Six was up almost instantaneous. Almost not not the same day. Maybe a week and a half, Blender, and we had it in the tool. And so, folks, for those that don't know, we've got the tool for everything, all the main things that are up. Prize Picks NBA, Underdog NBA, Pick 6 NBA, Prize Picks NHL, Underdog NHL, Prize Picks NFL, Underdog NFL, Pick 6 NFL. Folks, the tool is incredible. Um, the tool alone, Blender, is worth the cost of the props and pick and package. The, the tool alone, um, you know, and so it, it, it identifies, like you said, based on our statistical projections, things that we're going to have an edge on, um, you know, and it also shows you how often this particular side of the, the prop wins, right? And so it, it gives you enough information head on uh, that you don't really have to have to think about it. And so, I love it, and, th and thank you guys, everybody that worked so hard behind the scenes to make things like this, you know, accessible, you know, for the player. Well, James Thrash earlier asked, is there a way to upload projections into the props and pick model? Example, the blitz for NFL or other projection source. No, there's no, there's no need to do that. You, you can download anything you want and do anything you want. I mean, if you're getting projections from other places, like, you don't, you don't need our tool. Just compare those num. Compare the stats to the to the to the lines. You can do that in, in Excel yourself. I mean, this is this is our. If you see on the screen, these are our premium NBA projections. You can see last updated an hour ago. Projected ownership updated seven minutes ago. You don't have to worry about the ownership when it comes to betting. So it just shows everything here. But these are all the mean. These are means, not medians. These are means because they're done for DFS purposes. So you see here, you know. Three points allowed, you know, to blocks plus seals, PRA, PR, PA, blocks, steals, turnovers, three points made, assists. Three, I mean, it's all here. Like, you could download this entire table with this button, download a CSV, and you could bring, you could do whatever the hell you want with it. I mean, there are other tools on the market that, in addition with Excel, that you can manipulate whatever you want and have it just show across the board of like what books have what books that you have access to have the best price. You can go to scores and odds.com. Go to scores and odds.com. It'll show you the best number and best price in market. And then you can, you can eyeball it. I mean, you, I mean, it takes a little longer to do that, but I mean, you could just go down the list and go, uh, no. Okay. Capella points. You know, you go to the, the Atlanta game and you go, let me take a look at all these props. Uh, you could use our extension. If you get, if you could download these projections, 
You could also have the Chrome extension that overlays these projections on price picks, on underdog. So you could just eyeball them that way. Just understand DFS projections are mean. So you have to kind of you know which way the stat skews to give you a, you know, which which ones have the biggest edge. Or you could do that in Excel. We give you access. The, the, the most valuable part of this is our projections. What you do with them afterwards, go feel free to. Yeah. I, I bring, I bring, I bring, dude, I download these typically later, typically two o'clock, three o'clock. I will look early for some stuff that is just way out of whack and hammer some of those in games that I don't have to worry about injuries as much. And then yeah. like at three o'clock, I just go to this page. I download it. I load it into Excel. You compare those numbers to, I got DraftKings, I got FanDuel, I got Bet365, I got uh, BetMGM, and I got Caesars. And I compare to all, all across the board, just right, right, same line, just across the board and go, you know, da, 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 you know the, the, the numbers, you know, 12 points and the line is 10 and a half at plus 110. It'll convert that into like, oh, that's a, that's a four and a half percent edge positive or something like that and like okay i always get the best price and the best number and i just go bang through and typically 30 40 minutes i could get like 50 60 70 bet i mean i could just hammer it all down you could do that with this but if if you're not looking to like bet in volume like that and you just want i just want to be able to put 50 or 100 bucks down on like the best couple of the highest edge props that are available that's what that's what the prop model is for. That's what the pick'em tool is for. Yeah. That's what that type of stuff is 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 for. These these are not necessarily meant for you to like. Oh, I want to be able to load stuff in and do that. Like, no, this is just quick come and go. Just like Eric Johnson said, we need a prop show. We don't need a prop show. Just go. Why? If I did a prop show, will it would be me reading from this tool in the prop model? I mean, you. you well, why would anyone tune into that? Just go. Just literally go to go to it. Right, my picks are these picks, right? Yeah. A lot of times I go, I, I check into the prop shop, and you know, and you chime in and go, This is what I got today. And it's like, yeah, I 95% of the time, <laughs> what you have, I have. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Well, well and, and here's the thing, too, Blender, because you know, obviously, we you know, we're using these tools to make decisions. I will say this. There will be times where I know. So if you've been doing this long enough, and I know you have, you know how prize picks or underdog are going to bump the lines. I'm bringing this up for a reason. If I know I want to take it under, even though our projections don't agree, because it's not every day. It's not every day. But sometimes I say, mm, I think this is a little bit too high, right? Like, as an example today, I'm not taking this one today. I'm just using it as an example. Typically, Jalen Brown comes out at five and a half rebounds daily, daily, right? On days that I say, okay, I think this is an underspot for Jalen Brown based on a variety of factors. You know, a team that, you know, doesn't play defense well, uh, you can make a lot of shots against them. So their rebounding numbers are low because there's no need to rebound as much. As an example, right? I'll say, okay, I don't think Jalen's going to get, you know, more than five and a half rebounds. But I don't take it while it's at five and a half because I already see the five and a half line is, you know, minus 140 and, you know, over. And the underline is like plus 110. Well, I already know based on historical 
uh, situations, Price Picks is going to bump that to six. Underdog is going to bump that to six. So on those days, I, I do think that's something that, guys, you need to know. If you want to go kind of against the grain a little bit, just wait until they bump it and then take it. Same thing, especially in baseball blender, like with strikeout props, I, I disagree probably more frequently with the blitz. And when I say more frequently, I'm saying in NBA, it might be 10% of the time. And in MLB, it might be 20% of the time. That's an example, right? So 80% of the right, time, you're, I you're, talking about the bat, you're talking about Cardi's the bat projection. Correct, correct, correct. Obviously, Sorry, his so blitz projections wouldn't be very good for baseball. Correct, correct, the bat. Um, <laughs> and, and I'll look at our projections as well. But if I don't agree, if I said, mm, I know Spencer Strider's at seven and a half. This is a really high strikeout team. The Blitz has him at seven point, you know, eight nine. We have him at seven point two. As an example, RG Lions at seven and a half. The books, you know, are saying, you know, over is you know plus one twenty for seven and a half, but under is minus one fifty. I'm just throwing numbers out there. I the point is, I know that the the pickup sites are now going to adjust this down to a push. So at seven. Right. I'm just going to wait. So in those situations, obviously, in the morning we get up or or before we go to sleep for baseball, typically, we'll go ahead and get some stuff in. Right. But on those particular days where I know, okay, they're probably going to bump this in the direction that's going to be more advantageous for me. That's what what I will do. So you you, you guys, uh, if you just want to do the quick stuff and, and, and the quick stuff is profitable. So I don't want you to think it's not. That's what this tool is for. You can get in and get out really quick for those of us that you know, do this full time. From time to time, I will wait on certain bumps because I know which which side I want to play and I know how, how they're going to shift it. So, sorry, I, I know that was a round the round the world way to explain something, but I did think- No, was, you're giving you know, me time important. to go through the, 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 the prop model and get my get my FanDuel stuff in, right? So, I mean- Gotcha, gotcha. I want to show on the show, like, like people ask me, it's like, well, I, I want to see your process for sports betting. Like, this is my process for sports. I mean, like, it's 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 almost stupid. I mean, obviously, it, when I download the projections, I'm going to end up taking all the ones that are in the top 20 of the scores and odds prop model anyway, right? Because they're going to be the highest edge ones when I put them in Excel anyway. Just that I'm not going to just get the top 20. I'm going to get the top 200, right? That's, the, that's yeah. kind of the whole point. So I have no problem going right now and saying, give me 40 bucks on, like, anything that's listed here, right? FanDuel mm-hmm. Capella points over 10 and a half. Let's see. Let's let's bring it over there. Let's see what's still up. So, I mean, I'm just, I mean, I know to me, it seems boring why someone would watch a show. That's this, but this is what's what this is. What sports betting is of like, what does our model say? Our model is better than the sports books models because they get a third party and they don't they don't take care of it. You just can't be greedy. Don't go in and try to get four thousand dollars on these because then they're gonna limit you to two dollars, right? <laughs> right. So I'm under the yeah. rest of me. I'm just betting 30, 40 bucks on like everything and let them figure out what I'm what I'm sharp with and what I'm not sharp with. So like I just yeah. go through the list, right? Capella, you do the search function on on FanDuel and go Capella's over 10 and a half. We have is a 58% shot. And it's at plus 102, which is like 49%. So that's, that's, there you go. There's an edge there. They're 40 bucks over. Right. right? And see, and Blender, here's the thing too. Here's what I think is important for people to understand. All you're doing is taking what the data says, right? 
right. hear me out here. Hear, hear me, hear me out. Hear me out. The reason I'm saying it this way, you're not going in saying, "Oh, this is minus 160, so this is good. This is, you know, uh, minus 180, so this is this is good." No, no, no. That, that, that's not what we're looking. Sometimes I think that's a misconception that minus 160 means good. Okay, so the, let, let, minus 160 let's, just means an implied percentage of implied probability of like 62 percent. Correct. So that's all that I, means. And I'm, Right. And I'm not saying that to insult anyone. I'm saying that to say we're going to take whatever is advantageous, whether it's plus 120, plus 140, minus 105, wherever we get the best line, best price compared to what our projections say is what we're looking at. Right. So and right. I'm saying that because you got uh, Capella, you said, I think it was plus 102. Right. 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 But. But here's the thing. Plus 102 doesn't mean bad. See? And so I think sometimes people, when they see plus money, they think, oh, plus money, that might not hit if it's plus 102. No. No. I just wanted to debunk that theory because sometimes, Blender, people think that. They think, you know, minus 160 versus plus 102 is better. And it's, it's not. It's just about how they anticipate things are going to move. The thing is, is that like in NHL, it's often that I'm taking minus 200s, right? Often mm -hmm. I'm taking minus 200. What is minus 200? It's 66% implied probability. Correct. So if our model shows that that thing, whatever you're taking at minus 200 is, let's say, a 75% probability. Well, what's 75%? 75% is, is what? As far as right. American odds are concerned. Right. Minus 300. Correct. Right. Correct. So it should be it should be minus three hundred, and they're giving it to you for minus two hundred. So the right. difference between sixty six percent and seventy five percent is nine percent. That is your edge. Nine right. doesn't matter. And you go well. I got to put if I put down fifty bucks, I only win twenty five. It's like yeah, but actuality, you're winning like ten dollars more than you should because that's what I was going to say. 15, right? right. And then the, the right. opposite occurs that I'm sometimes in hockey. This especially happens in hockey. I'm taking like someone's like over half an assist at plus two at plus two hundred, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, if you're taking plus two hundred, what is plus two hundred? Thirty three percent implied probability. What right. does our model say? He gets an it assist forty percent. Forty five. Yeah, exactly. Right. Forty to forty five percent is usually of the time. Yeah, the range, you have a seven percent yeah. edge there, so you're getting paid. You're getting paid plus 200 when they should be paying you plus 150. So that extra Correct. 50 cents there, that is your edge. So that's the whole point is that that is welcome to sports betting. That's that all it is, is finding the arbitrage between what we project or you project. If you have your own model, the actual probability, the likely range of outcomes of these events yeah. and what the books are putting a number and a price on. And if, if you have it slightly more, 2%, 3% off in your favor, you're taking it. If you, if right. you don't have it, you don't take it. And, then and Blender. And that's why in MLB, you know, that's that that's why that sport is such a blessing for me and a curse. I tell people, well, I don't know if I've ever told you this, and I know we, we got to close out soon. I know too much about baseball and understand it too much. And so it's, it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse. 
because I see the edges because I know so much about the data and I'm in it. I've been in it so long. Right. So I, a lot of times I can look and say, OK, yeah, based on this lineup, even our projections are, are you know, card. And listen, man, I, you know, I'm not someone that's going to once again go against the blitz every single. That, that's not what I'm saying. But there are times when I look and I say, oh, this is way too low or this is way too high. And on those days, Blender, that's typically when I'm getting things at plus money because I'm going to get the projections and the books. Right. But right. I have to be comfortable with that. And so for me, you know, I'm saying, man, this should probably be minus 120. And they're giving it to me at plus 140 today. Wow. I got to take this. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the game that that we're playing, you know, on a on a daily basis. And on the, you know, you know, a lot of times I'll be right. And guess what? I'll go through stretches where I'll be wrong. And I, you have to be okay with that because the models aren't going to get it right either. And so I, I'm saying that to deter people because I, I've, I've seen this before as well. But this is more like a talk show today. What's why it's called Roto Grinders Today, obviously. Sometimes people will go and they say, oh, well, the, the prop 20, the top 20 model has it hit for two days. Okay. No problem. Uh, but, how just, does it, but what does it mean has it hit? I mean, your expectation, even on 20 bets, I mean, if you go 13 and 7 with a 8% ROI, that's that's normal. That's like, that's... No, no I know. I know. But, 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 Blender, you know, I'm trying to bring this down to the the average person's level and thinking, and then let's build it and bring them up so they can be, be better players. Um, you, you can't expect to go a hundred percent every day on the days where you go a hundred percent, just count that as a blessing. Say, man, this, this was awesome. And no, tomorrow you may not win any, but you know what I'm saying? Now over the long haul, you're going to be profitable and it's going to be a lot slower grind. But you just have to know that going in, Blender. Like, and I'm 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 not saying that directly to you, obviously. I'm saying that to the listeners. Like on days where you sweep, I mean, that's just it's a freaking awesome day. But even right now, Blender, like with me on Fliff, most days, if I've got 10 in, I'm probably going six for 10, seven for 10, sometimes five for 10. Most days I'm going six or seven for 10. And depending on how the odds have, have, have broken out, right? I'm just taking small profits daily, small profits right. daily. Right. So like what you saw me do on the screen right now while you were talking and doing all this is that I just went to FanDuel because we have on the prop model, the numbers, the win percentages, the edge numbers, and then where, where the best price and number is. And I just went to FanDuel. I took Sadiq Bay over four five and a half rebounds. Jonas oh, Valanciunas under 14 and a half points. Giannis under 32 and a half points. Capella over 10 and a half points. Giannis under 51 and a half PRA. Giannis under 39 and a half PA. McCollum over four and a half assists. It, at the prices that they are. So like the assist prop, for instance, for McCollum was like plus 124, right? We have him as at, at a 50% shot of hitting over four and a half. So you have to think, yeah. like like you said, to the average person, we're trying to get the average people, the average person that's up to our level, thinking thinking conceptually. 50% is what? The biggest skill that you could have getting from level one in sports betting to level two is being able, just simply understanding how to convert American odds 
to implied probabilities. That's it, right? Yeah. And then understanding the difference between two implied probabilities is what the edge number is. So 50% is what? Plus 100. So these things happen over, like just think in your head, 50% is plus 100. 60% minus 150. 66% minus 200. 75% yeah. minus 300. 80% minus 400, right? Keep on going. Yeah. Just keep on going like that and estimate even in between. It's like, well, what happens if it's plus 105? It's like, well, that's probably like 40, 48%, 48.5%. Yeah. 48 something like that. Yeah, 48.5. Right. So if, so if McCollum's assist over, for instance, on FanDuel, I'm going to go, I'm going to literally go to it. I bet. I mean, I, I, you saw me. I took it over plus one twelve. Okay, mm-hmm. what's plus one twelve? Plus one twelve is about fifty four percent. I do I have forty six percent or something like yeah. that. Forty six percent. Yeah. Uh, well, our our projections you can see right here. The win percentage is the probability of this this whatever this event is. So over four and a half assists, fifty point four percent. So that's about right, so plus one hundred four. Yeah, roughly. So we're getting about a four percent right. edge. Right. On. So plus one twelve. Yeah. You're getting paid more now. If you went now, let's say this is an hour from now, and you went and let's say this chart didn't get updated, right? So always check the timestamps and everything like that. You, if you went to FanDuel and let's say the number on the over four and a half was minus one twenty. Well, you wouldn't take this anymore. This would be negative EV because correct. It's a fifty percent shot. It doesn't. Well, it's it's listed on the chart. It's like well, the numbers move, and the, you have to wait for the chart to get updated, right? This is yeah. all the all the numbers and all the books. If this moves, let's say the assists move to three and a half over three and a half, wouldn't be fifty percent over three and a half, maybe oh, like seventy yeah. percent. Yeah, right. And it's, and it's and then probably the number on over three and a half, maybe minus one eighty. Yeah, right? that's so what I'm saying. I would say minus one sixty, but we're in the right. same vein here. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but just understanding just that that simple concept of the projections have a range of outcomes. CJ McCollum right. over four and a half assists happens about fifty percent of the time. He goes over. Right. What is fifty percent right. plus one hundred? Can you find something better than plus one hundred? If you see a book that has it at minus one ten, don't bet on it. But if you see a book at plus right. one ten, you bet on it. Right, that's and, the difference. It's not whether or not McCollum goes over or under. It's whether or not you're getting the right number and the right price for the likelihood of that happening. And after I was about to say, Glenda, because because I, I want to check Fliff while we were live just to see how how, how close they were, and they're at plus one hundred. But that's dead so, on. That's so it's right, like right, it's right, even, right. break even. No, yeah, correct, correct. So that's what I'm saying. I just wanted to check while we were live to see where we were because see, Fliff is one of those where. It, it it blender it very well could have been at minus 105 you see what i'm saying it, it right. very well could have been there so i just want to check and see so that's something that you know you have to you have to know going in that's why i said sometimes i'll accept it and sometimes i won't that's when i just i'm, I'm gonna gonna let it sit where it is um until we, we get something different there but yeah at any rate that that's that but that's where all your profit, that's where all the profit comes from in sports betting. A lot of times it's not getting getting the thing right. It's getting an oversized price for getting the thing right is what is where the money gets made. Right. Yeah. Well, you me and me and you will, or me and someone else, 
could bet on the same actual events. Like, let's say someone later in the day literally bet on everything I just bet bet on on FanDuel, right? Let's say literally. And they bet 40 bucks a bet. They bet the same exact bets on the same exact occurrences. But they didn't look at the, the price at all seven hours from now. And mm-hmm. let's say all of them hit, right? I would still probably end up making sixty to eighty dollars more than you. Correct, <laughs> right? Correct. Like I would make like it's almost like I won one two two extra bets while you didn't, simply because I got the best number and the best price and you didn't. And it's quite possible you got numbers that were actually negative EV that you that you paid too much for. And you got bailed out because it went over anyway or went under anyway. In the long run, me winning the extra 60 or 80 bucks in that scenario, that's where all the profit. Next thing you know, at the end of the year, you're like, how come I'm down 2%, 3% on the entire year? I've been spent sports betting all year and I'm down 3%. And I go, well, I'm up 6%. Yeah. And they go, well, how are you up 6% and I'm on down 3% and we're kind of betting on the same things. It's like, yeah, because I'm getting the best number and the best price. And that's where all the money comes from. Absolutely. That's and and that's how it works. Like I, 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 you know, Blender, I know that sounds I I know we make it seem let's call it simple, but it really is it really is simple. Yeah, it it, it really we make it it seem simple because it is simple. Yeah, it it really is that simple. And and once again, I, I, I tell everybody MLB rolls around. I get a little bit more in the weeds. I dig a little bit more because I know too much and I know that. Right. And so I end up against the green in certain spots where other people end up against the green, but in a general sense, like I said, I'm still 80% of the time. I'm going to be right in line with the bat, Right. And, and, but even, and everybody but, else. But will the point, the point is even with what you're doing, even if you're against the projection system that we have, you're still, you mentioned before, you're still trying to get the best number and the best price. Correct. Right? If you know, Correct. if you know that that strikeout number is going to go down, if you have Kevin Gausman at like, if you see him, he gets posted at six and you, at, at six and a half and you have his, his over and you know that like the bat has him at 5.8 or something. And you know that people are going to be taking the under, like, especially on prize picks or something. It's like, He's yep. at six and a half now, but if I wait until like three o'clock, you'll be, at, be six. at six and yeah. I'm going to take the, all right. So you're yeah. waiting for the bet. You're, you're waiting to, so you can get the best number at the best price. Correct. Sometimes that's early. A lot of times it, if you're going strictly with the projection model, especially one that is publicly available, like the Roto grinders one or the bat, you want to go as early as possible. But yes. also that's information that if you're going to go against a lot of that type of stuff, you want to go as late as possible. Yeah, exactly. Action is going to come in on the side that, that to, to move the number or move the price better in your, in your favor. So right. depending on what you're doing, same thing for NBA. If you're looking to take advantage of if Anthony Edwards is going to be in or out, like you wouldn't be taking go bear props. Now, number one, they're not on the board, but even, even so like if you, if the numbers on the board look like, <laughs> Anthony Edwards are is playing, right? And you think, and you have a take that says, I think he sits. Well, you should be taking tons of props on the on the overs of everyone else now. Right, right now. Because, right, Carl Towns, you should be taking Towns overs now yeah. before yeah. that news comes out. 
right? Because the minute they say that he's likely to sit, the minute they say he's likely to sit, listen, the everybody's sharp now. All the props are gone. They're going to come back, bump two or three points, three, right. three to five PRA, and you've lost your edge. And so, Glenn, I'm so glad you brought that up because sometimes you might have to make that business decision and just live with it, right? It, mm-hmm. Once again, if you say, mm, I think he's going to sit today because of maybe some news you saw, a variety of trends that the team, whatever, whatever it is. Maybe you got a guy on the inside that says, Look, hey, man, AD's not AE is not playing tonight. Anthony Evans not playing. Okay, great. Thanks. As an example, I'm just saying it. Right. But on the on the other end, Will, let's say that the books and the market think he's gonna sit also. So you see right? all these numbers, towns high, whatever. Maybe your attitude is I'm gonna take he's all gonna, these hundreds because I think he he's played. gonna play. Correct. Right. And you want to do yes. that, you want if you're gonna do that, anything that you want to do that early before. They come down, they come up when that news comes out or something, right? Yeah. Because you want to get the best price and the best number. Because you could, dude, you could bet that later, right? You could bet yeah. that Towns over. Like, let's say Towns PRA is at 40 or something. I'm just making up a number. Yeah, now, yeah. it's going to be 45 when that news comes out. And it doesn't matter what ends up happening, Will, that a lot of people, what we're trying to describe here is that the difference between 40 and 45. Oh, my god! If you did that over and over again forever and get five points on a PRA on an over, it doesn't matter that, let's say, Carl Anthony Towns, you bet it at 45 and he scores 47. And you're like, well, what did it matter that I got it at 40 or 45? It's like, well, play that out over 300 days out of the year. You're going to lose yeah. in between 40 and 45, like 10 or 15% of the time. Yeah. Well, I've won all of those times. You have lost 10 to 15% of the times. This is very similar to when I was posting stuff uh, last year for NFL. Like, here's all the numbers that I got, right? This is just highlights how, why you get them early. And then someone, someone messaged me after a slate. It was like some Brandon Cooks uh, over. It was some Brandon Cooks under. And I took like Brandon Cooks like under like uh, 49 and a half mm-hmm. and uh, or 59 and a half or something. And then the number moved down to like 56 and a half. And someone said, uh, I, I took when I posted it on Friday, they took everything that I took, but only at the numbers that it was on Friday, even though I got them Wednesday right. night. And he's like, I won. All, I won all the ones that you won, except for Brandon Cooks. Because he got fifty eight, he got fifty eight yards. Of course, of course. Right? And he goes, well, thank you. And he said, thank you for, thank you for, for posting. I go, go, dude. I post them because you're not supposed to take those numbers now. It's like, yeah, but I won everything except for that one. It's like, yeah, extrapolate that one every single week now, and you. That's where, and I'll come out profitable, and you come out behind, and it's all based on that one that you. You didn't get the best number and the best price on. Yeah. And that's the difference between being profitable and not profitable. So it's just, it's as simple as that. And this is why with the, you know, I, I facetiously said about, you know, me doing a prop show seems like almost pointless because all I'd be doing is just reading. is like, okay, get these numbers as early as possible. And here's, here's bet 50 bets and close your laptop and I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, like as long as you get, as long as you get the best number and the best price, Compared to the projections, like I'm fine. I'm, I'm I don't care. Like, like, dude, I I joke all the time that like, well, I use Picket, right? I know you mm-hmm. could also use the Action Network app. 
attracting yep. pets. Uh, I put everything in early. Like I'll after this show, I'll put in a whole bunch of stuff. I I most days, I literally don't know anything until the next morning, and then I just reload and go. How did I do yesterday? Right? Yeah. I don't even know what I'm rooting for. I'm not even watching the games. It's just like I'm just b- b- banging out, you know, I eighty things or whatever, and then I'm done. And Blimey, guess what? That's the best way to live a happy, less stressful life. Because right, I'm not sweating. I'm not looking at Giannis going. Oh, I hope. Oh, I, I, I hope he gets into foul trouble. Like I'm doing. I'm not even sweating anything. I don't even know. I don't. I don't even yeah. paying attention. And I, and I still sweat some NFL Sunday night football, Monday night football occasionally. But you know, as you grow in the industry, but like I've got to the point now where I I kind of don't sweat much. I'm hanging out with my family, doing things. And then I'll just check at the end of the night. You know, as we get to around 10, 11 o'clock, I say, oh, let's see how I'm doing. Okay. Looks like we're doing all right. All right. Well, we'll see how we'll see how it comes out, you know. Right. Sports betting isn't as sexy as people make it out to be. Right. They think it is. It's not. It's really not sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, Will, uh, what, what content do you have coming out this week? I know we got some NFL playoff stuff. We got yeah. NBA, obviously NBA. We got golf. We got MMA. Uh, apparently, the Warriors Jazz game has been postponed. So we don't even have to worry about that game now, right? Because of the dead, the Milojevic situation, the Warriors assistant coach. They're still, they're still, I, they're well, whatever. They're the game's off. The game's off. So no, no Warriors. Well, there goes, there goes those, those. Well, that's going to just be DMP. My my Laurie Markinen and the Wiggins bat. I mean, these are just going to be voided, right? So we don't have to worry about. It. Okay, there's one last game. Yeah, for the, for the so DFS slate that cuts off even the nine o'clock game. So, so, so like the latest game, so this, the latest this just got even better. <laughs> oh, what, so what other stuff do you got coming out this week, Will? Uh, what, what, I'll what have my, my yeah owners box stuff. I'll be on the. Um, uh, we'll have the Blitz show, obviously, end of the week. I think we're going to record on Friday again. And then we'll have the uh, the pre-lock shows over the weekend for NFL for either two gamers. I mean, for either the four gamer and, and some showdown. And uh, that's it, Linda, because NFL is, is winding down. MLB is upon us. Yeah, can't wait for MLB. I like – to me, MLB is my favorite for, for props. Oh, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. My number one, hands down. Like that, I, I make my yearly set. Look, I make plenty of money during NBA, plenty of money during NFL. But MLB is such a long, drawn out. See, I you just make more money because it starts like in March. You go through October. Like, so that it's just, I just make so much money over an extended period of time. It, it's, it's the money maker. Well, tune in. Uh, we got uh, Grinders Live later today. We got Crunch Time. Tune into that Swolecast, I believe. They're probably doing a playoff Swolecast on the Swolecast channel. Scores and odds stuff with Grant. You want to subscribe to that channel as well. Uh, we got Sim Labs now beta for NBA. So if you want to play tonight's NBA slate, if you're a premium member, click on the link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. Uh, you could use Sim Labs. Well, obviously, once stuff gets you know updated, Obviously, the Jazz game is 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 off. The Warriors Jazz game is off, so that'll be off the slate. We got everything for you here at Roto Grinders. We got uh, Tim will be here uh, tomorrow for uh, well, NHL. Every time I say someone's going to be here tomorrow, it's always someone different or no one. All right, 
Tim did good, had internet problems. Kyle was supposed to be on today and it ended up being you. Listen, Who knows? I, I always show tomorrow. up. I always show up with you, Blinda. <laughs> well, someone will be on tomorrow. We'll probably talk a little bit more about uh, the NHL slate on Thursday. Uh, Friday is kind of a mixed potpourri. Got some MM. We got a, a UFC pay per view card. We got some. Uh, it's obviously NHL, NBA, PGA, everything. We got everything for you here, right? Because that's what that's what I do Monday through Fridays, eleven o'clock Eastern, talking about all things you're thinking about in daily fantasy props and pick 'em on Roto Grinders today. <laughs>